This is News Talk. And once again, housing is on pretty much all of the front pages. The Irish Times, more landlords expected to exit the market. So if we hoped that lifting the eviction ban would mean uh, you'd keep some landlords in the market, that may not be the case because the Irish Times says that there are predictions that 15,000 tenancies could be lost this year. The majority of notices to quit in the last quarter of last year were given by landlords intending to sell their property. Uh, These are the latest figures released by the RTB and the Irish Times says that the figure is going to increase the pressure on the government to try and stop the wave of notices translating into a surge in homelessness. Uh, Estate agent Cherry Fitzgerald predicting that 15,000 tenancies could be lost from the private rental sector this year. So a lot of landlords issuing notices to quit saying they're going to sell the property. That was the main reason why the tenants were being told you have to leave. Uh, Obviously other landlords were saying they want to use it for their family, that they want to put family members into the property. Irish Examiner, similar story, landlord exodus could end 15,000 tenancies. The exodus of landlords from the private rental sector could result in the loss of 15,000 tenancies this year alone. Landlords are blaming misguided government housing policies and financial burdens for them leaving the market. And it's just amazing. Every day now we're hearing stories of people, real life stories of people facing homelessness and saying we have nowhere to go. The Irish Independent, over 7,000 households face eviction within the next three months um, uh, because landlords are fleeing the market. Homeless charity Simon Communities says it was concerned that with 7,300 households facing eviction, this will see homelessness grow in the coming weeks and months. And these are figures we've never seen before. We've never seen this wave of homelessness before. So it looks like it could get even worse, according to the homeless charities. The Irish Daily Mail, double blow for renters. More than 6,000 rental tenancies will be terminated in the next three months. And that paper reminds us that this is at the time when the letting market is set to shrink substantially. So where do people go if they're being told you have to leave? Uh, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar will be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast House of course, being a big feature of that interview. On to other news, the Irish Daily Star goes with an interview on Ortiz Upfront last night. My Army Rape Hell, they have a photograph of Rosalind O'Callaghan. This is the former Army soldier who says she was raped by a senior officer as she slept. <clears throat> Ms O'Callaghan said she reported the matter to her superiors but was told there was insufficient evidence to charge him. And she said, from that moment on, my soul left my body. And the Irish Daily Mirror goes back to the news of a blue flu or a potential blue flu when Joe Biden visits. Guard the blue flu threat to Biden. Guard the May stage a blue flu industrial action during Joe Biden's visit. Uh, this is all in a row over at Newark rosters. Really, the AGSI saying it can't rule out industrial action during President Biden's visit to Ireland. And the Irish Sun on the front page, late, late, is Byrne again. Claire Byrne is a near cert to become the next presenter of the Late Late Show because bookies have stopped taking bets on Claire Byrne to take over from Ryan Tuberty. Ladbrokes say there's been a rush of bets placed on Claire Byrne. Uh, her odds are 3-1 to one on before they actually pulled the market yesterday.
So with some bookies, you can't even put a bet on as to who will present the late late. Although I was listening, James Dempsey, the TV reviewer on Moncrief here on News Talk yesterday, was reviewing the new quiz show presented by Claire Byrne. Uh, it wasn't the best review in the world. He said it's a little bit dry. It's not a memorable quiz show. It's not something that's going to go on for decades, was his view. I haven't seen it myself, but uh, he wasn't a huge fan of the quiz show. Staying with Irish TV, by the way, Graham Norton is to present a new show, but it's a comedy show. It's not the late late. It's going to be on Amazon, and they've announced that they're going to launch the first ever Irish original series, LOL, Last One Laughing Ireland. Graham Norton will present the show. It's going to be filmed entirely in Ireland, according to the star, uh, but it will be seen in more than 240 countries. And basically what it is, Graham Norton will oversee 10 of Ireland's top comedy stars brought together to make each other laugh by using every comedy tool in the box without cracking a smile themselves. Um, I don't really understand the premise of it, but I'm sure a lot of money will be thrown at that and it'll be very, very funny. Now, back to housing for a second. The Irish Times is looking at a different victim of housing, which is sick children, because nurses say they're not going to work in the children's hospital because they've nowhere to live. So the Irish Times says there's going to be further delays to the rolling out of services at the National Children's Hospital unless affordable accommodation is provided for the nurses. The INMO is warning that nurses are being priced out of the housing market in Dublin and the areas around other major hospitals. So obviously the Children's Hospital going to need a lot of staff. About 5,000 staff will work at the hospital. But where do they live? Because on Sunday there were 10 properties for rent in the Dublin 8 area. And if you want a one-bed apartment, it ranges from between 1,300 to 1,800 euro a month. So if you're a newly qualified nurse, that takes up probably about 70, actually it says here 77% of your take-home pay. So why would you bother working in the children's hospital if 77% of your take-home pay is going to go on renting for the privilege of being able to work in the hospital? So that's certainly something to watch. The Mirror says that Ireland is one of the top 10 places in Europe And that sounds very positive until you read the next half of the sentence where tourists need to be wary of pickpockets. Travel experts have revealed where each holiday spot ranks on the European Pickpocketing Index. Visitors to Italy's Colosseum, Trevi Fountain, Pantheon and Rome. Um, Also in Florence, the people have had items stolen there. France has the second highest number of pickpocketing mentions. uh, And also... The Republic of Ireland ranks ninth with only 30 mentions of pickpocketing. So only 30 mentions and yet we're in the top 10 of pickpocketing holiday spots uh, here in Ireland. Not the positive tourism story that you'd want, but I think those figures are quite low. A couple of final stories, one from The Sun. Um, Easter is obviously on Sunday. I don't know if you've bought an Easter egg yet or not, but almost 350,000 Irish people won't be able to afford Easter eggs this 
this year. Most people are going to spend €18 on Easter eggs. However, 56% say they either won't be able to afford them at all or they're going to have to buy fewer Easter eggs. And of those due to spend less on Easter eggs this year, nearly 62% put this down to money being tighter amid the cost of living crisis. And finally, from the Telegraph, staying with uh, food-related matters, there is a trick to get your children to eat their vegetables. Obviously, it can be very, very difficult at dinner time to get kids to eat their greens. But the secret is that you should give children more time to eat their food, allowing children 10 more minutes to eat dinner means they consume an extra portion of fruit and veg on average per meal than if they were restrained to a 20 minute dinner time. So allow half an hour for dinner rather than 20 minutes and you might get them to eat their greens. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This this is Newstalk.